Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. What's up? It's your girl, Ash. Y'all already know who I am. Y'all know I am the creator of Black Girl Interrupted. And look who I got back with me tonight. I am Keish, owner and CEO of Colors by Keish Cosmetics. Make sure y'all check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I am wearing Flame tonight, which is $4 on the site, y'all. Yeah. My beautiful sister over here a little bit salty, but that's okay. It's coming, sis. I'm very salty because flame is a shit. Y'all realize flame is for your whore phase, not whole, but your whore phase. Um, Flame is whole phase one. Okay, well, I guess I could go with that one too. I, I cannot wait. For my order to get here, y'all, I have already placed another other word, colors by Keish. Y'all slipping, baby. Tonight, I am wearing baddie, baby. Because she's a baddie. She's she a baddie. She's baddie, baby. Anywho, y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in, so I need to know how everybody's doing tonight. Drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all doing tonight. I need to know how y'all feeling. It's Tuesday. We one day away from hump day. It's Taco Tuesday, Titty Tuesday, Touchdown Tuesday, whatever Tuesday you want it to be, baby. You turn up. Turn up Tuesday. That's what we're doing tonight. We're turning up. We're turning up. We are really, really, really turning up. Y'all already know how to holler at your girl. Y'all know I am on all the streaming platforms. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, find me on Facebook, Instagram, come holler at your girl. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm all over the place. I'm on Hits 107.3, the beat on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time, every Tuesday, every Thursday. So y'all holler at your girl. Drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling. It's Tuesday. You know, um, let me say this to y'all. I love y'all. I really, 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 truly do. Um, I do want to prepare y'all for the month of March. March is going to get real tense. I want y'all to know that. March, we are about to have some intense conversations. Your girl about to push the fucking envelope. Um, If you suffer from any type of mental illness, just know. Um, I will put a disclaimer that... My episodes are triggers. 
So we are tapping in this whole month of March talking about mental health. We have to keep the spotlight on mental health, especially in the black community. Um, we have to lift that stigma that surrounds mental health in the black community. Um, a lot of people, you know, we, we've been conditioned our whole lives. You don't, you don't talk to anybody. What happens in the house, it stays in the house. You don't go see therapists. That's for crazy people. You're supposed to pray it away. No, no, that's absolutely incorrect. This is one of the main reasons that people suffer in silence because people are afraid. People are afraid to be judged. So I have to constantly shine the light on mental health awareness. We have to keep it on the forefront. This is not something we have to continue to sweep under the rug because right now y'all suicide is at an all time high in the black community amongst black men. So y'all come on, we got to definitely pull together on this. Hey sis. Hi. How you doing? Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. So yeah. So <clears throat> without further ado, anyway, sis, before, before we even jump into tonight's topic, mentalist, sis, how you feeling today? Or how have you been feeling? To be honest, I've been drained. Uh, you know, this is the reason that I came back this time because I know y'all will see me with Ashley every week, week in and week out. But y'all, mentally, I was drained. I am, I'm just trying to bounce back. But other than that, I've been just keeping the faith and keeping my hope alive. And that's it. Just looking at things from a positive perspective. So, for the people that assumed, uh, let me let me go ahead and throw this out here really quickly. I caught some posts on Facebook, and I picked my battles very wisely, mm-hmm. simply because I'm fighting so hard to not go back to the old Ashley. But let me address this very quickly. Especially when I'm on here. Right. Mental illness is very real. Okay? So for the ones that assumed that me and Keish had a falling out, no. If you don't mind me sharing, sis, my sis had had an anxiety attack. Okay? For the nosy ones. So she had to take a mental break. And as a friend, as a sister, I allowed her to collectively get herself together mentally. She was on the edge, okay? So I had to dispel that. I had to shut that down because you're looking at two people that suffer from mental illness. Okay? So... I'm so glad that she's back. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad she opted to come back for this month in particular. Because we're talking about mental illness. The whole month of March, we're addressing mental illness. So tonight, we begin our journey back down the road of mental illness. So to anybody that's tuned in, if you are going through any type of crisis, y'all know my inbox is open. 
Reach out to somebody. Talk to somebody. Allow somebody to help pull you off the edge before it's too late. Because once you go over the edge, there's no coming back. Death is final. So I wanted to address that. I wanted people to know as a friend, I told her collectively, don't come back until you're ready. When she found out what March was going to be about, she said, I wanted to be a part of that. So here she is tonight with us. Welcome back, CEO of Colors by Quiche. I'm glad to see you in a better space. I am in a better space. And I've been, y'all, let me tell you something. My, sis, my good sis over here just put me on that, um, the little crystals and stuff. I've been meditating, got my little aroma going. Look, it's, it definitely, definitely loosens you up. So, um, I feel much better. You know, my mind is probably clear. Um, I mean, I still may be tired, but that beats, you know, just being mentally deprived and just whatever. I'd rather be tired. It happens. I got two kids, so. But it happens. <laughs> and mentally, you know, you have to, we have to now learn collectively to be selfish with ourselves. You understand? Because the more you pour into people and you have no one pouring back into you, it's draining. It's absolutely exhausting. Um, I've had to take a step back. Um, I've had to collectively gather myself mentally. Hey, big brother Will. Y'all don't forget this ADHD hour podcast and blackmail podcast every sunday 3 p.m and 7 p no yeah 3 p.m and 7 p.m 4 p.m eastern time 7 p.m eastern time sorry i had to get that i had to get that right y'all definitely want to tap in um big brother will has some amazing conversations he has some amazing topics that he talks about and salute to you brother we just we got to get more black men on board so that's what we're going to do. We're going to push and get more black men on board. So y'all go follow him on uh, Facebook, ADHD Hour, or on subscribe to him on YouTube, ADHD Hour Podcast. Don't forget, every Sunday, uh, 4 p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Th uh, 4 p.m. is the ADHD Hour Podcast. 7 p.m. Eastern Time is the Black Mailed Podcast. So... Y'all check him out. He has some very interesting topics. Uh, actually, on Sunday, he talked about Kevin Samuel. Mm. And baby. Whew. Then he talked about black love. Oh, y'all know that's my favorite topic. Black love, baby. Black love. Black love. So as we roll on into tonight's topic, y'all don't forget. Drop off in the comments. Let me know how y'all are feeling. Let me know how y'all are doing. Please let me know how y'all are doing. All right. So without further ado, as we start chapter one, our journey of mental health, we 
we jump into anxiety. So anxious. Whew. Boy, let me tell you something. I think everyone who suffers from mental illness has a form of anxiety. That's how it started. Let me tell you, you know what I went through. So, hey, husband. Hey, Terror Artist Full Full. Don't forget, y'all, go holler at Terror Artist Full Full. Go subscribe to him on YouTube, babe, for all my gamers. Go holler at Terror Artist Full Full on YouTube. Don't forget, y'all. Go run him, go run the subscribes up. Challenge him one on one. Let him go live and, and you go beat, beat, beat them Falcons, baby. Play with any team and beat them Falcons. <laughs> Y'all oh, go do it. Y'all go do it. So anxiety. I don't know if I'm ready to discuss it, but I know I have to. I, I think if we, if, I mean, I'm going to let you go ahead with your question. Mm -mm. Go, uh, uh I want you to go. But you back, baby. You you start now. <laughs> twenty twenty. Um, in the beginning of this year, my anxiety was at a whole all time high. Like it hit me like a ton of bricks, and it was a lot to do with the um pandemic. It was a lot to do with like just the thoughts of worrying and fear and just constantly like I was in overdrive and I got to the point where they prescribed me medication. I did not take them because, you know, like I said, talking to other people, I heard of some stories when it came to taking anxiety medication and it kind of spooked me, but, um, Yes, my anxiety was uh, was at all time high, and I still get them to the point where I just like shut down and just cry. <laughs> I just cry and I get angry, you know, and I try to just control my emotion. That anxiety is some it's something like stress. It can be a silent killer. Just being honest. Oh, I know. I have a combination of anxiety that throws me into depression. And when my anxiety kicks in, it, I, I can't rest. I have heart palpitations. I thought I was having a heart attack one night. I was like, oh, Lord, I'm about to die. And then I'm just, here I am, I'm panicking. Um, and that's what makes it worse. And I go to grab my inhaler because I'm like, and everybody thought it was because I was watching the Saints game. No, that just, that just happens. Right. And I feel like I can't breathe or Something's going wrong, which brings your anxiety up even. Let's go up another level. Because now you have the fear of something actually, you know, being wrong on top of what you're already feeling. It's, it's exhausting. 
because it's like your mind is in overdrive and your body's trying to rest. It's like you on two different equilibriums. It's like your your brain is 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 way up here and then your body's down here and it's and, and it's like they trying to meet somewhere in the middle and you just like okay can i go to, i can't sleep um insomnia was was horrible for me i would go to sleep four or five o'clock in the morning and i'm up at eight nine o'clock like i didn't sleep 10 hours or something full of energy ready to go i'm, I'm um but then it starts it starts to take a toll on you physically um, when I am having anxiety attacks and just really pushes me into the, the depression, I can't eat. Um, I have to force myself to eat. I'll go all day and won't eat. And if I finally do eat, it's seven, eight o'clock. I'm cool with eating maybe some French fries or some chips or something like I, I can't, but as y'all can see now, honey, I'm doing good with that anxiety, honey, cause I've been eating, 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 eating. But that's that CBD I take. Um, I opted for CBD because I did not want prescribed medication. Um, simply because of the side effects. You know, it's almost like they give you, you take one drug that's supposed to treat your anxiety. But then here comes a host of other problems due to taking the medication. Um, I refuse to go the medicinal route. I would rather go the holistic way. Um, I do meditate. Um, I kind of fell off and I think that's where the anxiety really was able to take control because I really fell off. I stopped meditating. Um, because when, like when my anxiety is in overdrive and I try to meditate at the, I'm almost to the point of no return because I have, it's trying to force my mind into a calm state. It, it, it does not work. So I have to go to sleep like period. You know, um, but like I said, I, I've started taking CBD, um, which has really helped a lot with the anxiety. Um, some things still kind of make me anxious. Like I just went, you know, I went back to work Monday. Um, mm -hmm. I was very anxious. The whole, I was like, oh, oh my God, you know, I'm panicking. And Monday, yesterday was not a really good day for me. I was really all over the place. Um, I am supposed to log into work at nine o'clock. I didn't log into nine thirty. Um, couldn't get my systems up. Like I couldn't remember my passcodes. I, I'm sweating over here. I'm, uh, my heart is racing. I'm, I, I'm panicking. So yesterday was not really a good day for me. Um, today was a little better. Um, I pray tomorrow will be even better. Um, so, like I say. Anxiety is not a joke. It's not a game. Um, it's real. It's, it's real life. It's, it's absolutely real life. Um, I think with the pandemic, everybody's going is, is anxiety is at an all time high because simply because you have people that um, are scared every time they go to work. They don't know if they're going to be laid off. Um, well, not laid off, but contracted. Right. So. You have people that um, don't know where their next check is coming from. Um, you don't know if you're going to come home to you, to a lock on your door and you can't get in. So this pandemic has really caused a lot of anxiety. Um, and a lot of people don't want to talk about it. 
but I want everybody to know we're going to talk about it. I am here to make sense of how you feel because I can relate. This young lady next to me can relate. So, again, we have to keep um, mental health on the forefront, especially in the black community. Um, Miss Amisha says it's definitely real. Absolutely. Yes. Um, hey, see, um, that's my sister, y'all. She is one of the coldest chefs on the Gulf Coast. Go holla at in Biloxi, Mississippi, baby. She will be in Atlanta at the end of March. Go holla at them. Her food is the SHIT, baby. And I'm still waiting on my lobster macaroni, girl. Sugar, honey, iced tea. I'm telling you, baby. I am still waiting on my lobster macaroni. Girl, ooh. Baby, I just done got fat just thinking about it. Speaking of, to be honest, I wish they had some uh, 24-hour Walmart because I do want some oatmeal pies. So, let me ask you, sis. Have you determined what your triggers are for your anxiety? Fear, stress, and when just just thinking about a lot of things. So it's just fear and stress, and now it's the pandemic. Um, I don't know if y'all know, I do have asthma and I did not know there was a such thing as anxiety induced asthma that I became so anxious. I triggered my asthma Mm -hmm. back up just like that. So now I'm struggling with my asthma and the, me not being able to breathe sometimes sends me deeper into anxiety because now I'm like I can't breathe oh lord I got corona and all this stuff so it's it's yeah. mostly stress fear and just thinking of stuff like, like that's just my triggers um I've determined that the mention of certain people sends me into anxiety it sends me over the edge um because i'm having to relive certain situations um i had a conversation with a child that's allegedly my dad's child um and 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 it it just it made me very anxious because I hadn't talked to this young lady in years. Um, and I guess maybe after I was able to express to her how I felt, my anxiety level went down. Um, but I still want paperwork behind that. But I'm going to leave that alone. That's a whole nother subject. Don't start. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but it's... It is something. Stress. Uh, 
the fact that I've had so many ongoing issues with this hand since I had surgery. Now it's the stress of, I had a whole breakdown of physical therapy Friday. Because now it's the possibility that I may have to have another hand surgery. So that, and you know, and I think today what sent me into overdrive was the fact that our governor has lifted the mask mandate and has opted to open businesses back up to 100%. I just hope there are some people with just an ounce of common sense to know that if this pandemic was not declared over, you're going to still wear your mask. You're going to still do sick things. So I I will hope there's people with common sense that go out there and be like, you know, well, the governor said it's it's over. We can we can do this. No, it is not. Corona is very much still out there. So please don't go out there talking about some. Ooh, I'm free because you're not. You're not. And that I has really has yeah. And it really has me anxious now. Um, Steve's stress for her is a trigger for her anxiety. Amisha says facts in regards to them lifting the mask mandate um if y'all are not we're not worried then you need to be worried now um the world right now is in a state of panic mm -hmm. um c said her hours too um and she's in mississippi and they um, lifted that their mask right there, i feel as if you know and I don't want this to go left. That is a a, a politicking decision. Um, if it's not going to get better, and to say that was a decline in cases is definitely not going to get better. <laughs> Amisha says, "People, I don't like being around is a trigger for me. People that's full of BS." But you know what, Amisha. I'm the same way I can only be like, I can only be around a certain amount of people now. Like me, my children took me out to eat last week and we were sitting in cheddars and these two little children were sitting next to us. And I mean, they were in there screaming. I mean, I was like, yeah, we, we, we gonna have to go. Like I had to rush the people and was like, come on, come on. I, I got to go. Like it had me so anxious. And I never used to be like that. I was like ready to spank these children in the restaurant. I was like, I sit down. Like, ooh. Like my son had to like touch my shoulder and was like, calm down. Because I just got just that anxious. But yeah, some people have social anxiety. You know, that's 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 a big thing. Um, Me and my husband, we I don't like, here's the thing. If I don't know you, I'm not going to hang with you. So before you go, before I get to know you as a, a friend, we have to do a Netflix trial. I had to give you 30 days and whatever. But I, I okay, so I'm going to say I'm anti-social. I don't like being around a lot of people. And that's why it's okay for me and my husband. If we're not friends, then I'm not going to be around you. Right. I don't... If we go out and eat, 
I would like to get a table way on the other side where nobody is sitting. I don't want nobody to even have the chance to come. Like, hey, how are you? If you're not somebody showing me, you know, serving me my food, then okay. But other than that, I I would not speak to you. Could be standing right next to me, and I don't know. I I don't know. You might like get spoken to. So let me ask. Let me ask y'all this, and anybody can answer. Drop it in the comments. Is it just me? Like when I go out to eat, I have to sit with my back towards the wall. I have to. You have to see everything. I panic yeah. if I if I sit in a booth and somebody's sitting by. I, I I panic. I I'm like oh, because I don't know what you're trying to do. To me behind my back. You you know what I'm saying? So I it's a must. And I just like I say, I just I don't know. The older I got, the older I get, the more I just you know, I have to select few people. I, I don't I, I can't be I don't like all of that. My nerves get too bad. I just I can't you know, be around lots and lots of people. You know, football games, I, but... It's an exception, yeah. And I'm pushing it with that. Concerts. Yeah. So, y'all, social anxiety is real. Concerts. You know, it's real. Hey, Lo. Hey, what's going on, Big Low? That's my brother right there, Big Low Country Sports. That's Coach. You guys want some football? I'm talking about some respectful, clean football talk. Y'all go subscribe. Y'all go Nine subscribe. Big Low Country Sports. I mean, respectful, clean football talk. N unbiased conversations. You don't have anybody fighting and cussing you out because you're, you know, or chastising you, you know, or um, let me say this, criticizing your quarterback. Go holler at him. Go holler at him. Go holler at Big Low. Go subscribe. Run his, run his likes up. All right, see You be careful tonight. Thank Love you too, baby. You. Love you too. Misha says, I'm a social butterfly, but because of people, BS is what caused me to go back into my shell. And that happens. That, you know, like I say, that really, 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 really truly happens. Like I say, a lot of people don't believe, like, for example, Summer Walker. She has publicly spoken out that she has social anxiety. But I don't know why people don't believe her though. It's I could be I could be like this on social media, but around people, I'm like. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But she's publicly spoken and spoken about it, and she has said, you know, she's trying to get better. You know, I, I was reading an article where she had canceled some shows and people were upset with her. And that's what I mean in the black community. It, it's like y'all are not taking it serious. This young lady stepped out of her comfort zone to talk about this. And she was met with, well, why couldn't you, you know, with, with disgust or dis, disdain. And this young lady didn't have to open up to talk about what it's like to suffer from social anxiety. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's.
McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. So it's real, y'all. Like we we have to take this stigma off of it in the black community. We have to remove it. We have to remove this. We have to continue to have these conversations. We have to stop sweeping it under the rug. It's okay to go see a therapist. That doesn't mean you're crazy. So I want y'all to stop telling people not to go see a therapist. Stop discouraging people because you're afraid of your of, of you dealing with yours. You know what I'm saying? Everybody handles their problems differently. Please don't take it wrong when I say God doesn't work because he does. But sometimes you need more than just prayer. If you're anything like me, I can't write how I feel. You know what I'm saying? My therapist told me, she was like, well, Ashley, write down how you feel. It's hard for me to write how I feel because my mind is all over the place. So Black Girl Interrupted has allowed me to be able to talk. It's become therapeutic for me. It's allowed me to come out of my shell and be vulnerable despite the, the judgment. So stop judging people. Stop telling people, or let me, let me rephrase that. Stop discouraging people from getting therapy. Because what works for you may not work for the next person. I tried to do it the way everybody told me to do. Till finally I said, you know what? I've got to talk to somebody. I've got to talk to somebody that's willing to help me unpack these, these suitcases that I've carried for 30 plus years. So stop discouraging people, okay? Amisha says, I have too, and I've been criticized and talked about bad. Yes. So stop telling people that therapists do not help when they do. It may not work for you. Maybe you got the wrong person to talk to. Maybe you didn't go in to put in the work to heal. Right. So different strokes for different folks. What I'm not going to sit on my platform and do is criticize somebody and tell somebody, What's not going to work for them? If you've never walked in my shoes, stop trying to lace them up. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. They just, they just, they, and, 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 I, okay. Y'all, let me calm down. Let me, let me, let me calm down. Cause it, I, I'm, I'm. Cause y'all, this this it, I'm so I'm so compassionate about this. Like I'm, I'm really truly passionate about this. I'm really truly wanting to see the black community heal, y'all. 
Like I'm ready for us to let go and release this trauma that we have carried for so long. I'm ready to see my people heal. I'm ready to see my black men heal. I'm ready to see my black women heal. I'm ready to see all of us heal and be able to come together as, as one. And it just sucks in a black community that, you know, even though they say see therapists, a lot of that's not available to us because, uh, you know, you have people who can't get the health care or, you know, there's when you look, where can you find free professional help like that? Nowhere. So I think they need to incorporate that into a community. And sis, I, I I have a word to share with you after the show because that should be something that's within a community. It is it's so mad, and like I said, I'm, it might it might I might step on a few people, you know, a few people's toes with this. If you What's are that? a therapist. I, I would like I would like to challenge people and like I said I I don't have that therapy money, but the thing is for me, like unfortunately for a lot of folks I have health insurance, and I think people should like within the state be able to get if if it's just medical if you can't afford a therapist I think that should be free under the state insurance if you right. can get it and stuff like that i don't think that should be something you have to pay out of pocket for i don't think you even should have to pay a co-payment for it right but i think that should be free but yeah that's just my opinion right you know and the resources are very limited um especially in the black community i actually pulled up a picture y'all um and so for people hold on before i go back post that um a lot of people ask what is anxiety so let me go back to that picture so i pulled this up and it says what people think anxiety feels like but what it actually does feel like. Let me remove the banner so you guys could see it as a whole. So the top pie chart shows what people think anxiety feels like. It's like you're worrying about everything all the time. That's stress. That leads to anxiety. But, but what anxiety actually feels like, you're sweating a lot. You're second guessing yourself. You have the muscle tension, trouble sleeping chest pain, overthinking all the things, increased heart rate, your mind and body refusing to cooperate no matter what you know is rational. That we goes back. Right. And so since that goes back to when I said insomnia is real because my body is wanting to rest, but my mind is like, uh-uh, it's time to turn up for the 99 and the 2000. That's what it feels like. And it's exhausting to me. I remember a conversation with me and you. And 
I can I can say this now. Um, I, I was a little upset with you because I felt like, and and it wasn't so much that I was upset. I I was more upset because I was like, my sister doesn't understand. And but I couldn't be mad at you because I didn't explain to you what it felt like when I was having my anxiety attacks. Um, so I just completely shut down from her. Um, and it was all, she was like, okay, what's wrong with you? What did I do you something? And I should have educated her. And then when she her anxiety, because right. our anxieties are different. Like you was on the phone with me when I was like, and you was like, just breathe, just breathe. And I'm like, I can't. And I started crying. It's just like everything, you know, was falling on me all at once. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm stuck. I was thinking. So I had to stop being frustrated with her because I had to explain to her. And that's what it takes is communication because you have a lot of people out here that, that aren't educated. And I'm not going to say lack the knowledge, but are not, are uneducated when it comes to different types of mental illness. So I had to explain it to her. And so when I explained, she was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. And so as she got the talk and I was like, oh, okay, so you have it too. Like, so, so you get it. So it, and it was, it, it's more so you have to educate people because nobody knows. Again, if you go back and, and I pull that little pie chart back up, that's what everybody thinks anxiety is, is that you just worrying about everything all the time. That's what people think it, it feels like, but it's not. Let me remove this banner one more time so you can see the bottom, but that's what it is. You're sweating. And it's like, you know, you're second guessing yourself. Your, your muscles are, are tensing up. You can't sleep. You're tossing and turning all night long. Your heart palpitations. You feel like you're having a heart attack or maybe possibly a stroke. And then you start overthinking a lot of things. That at the bottom is what anxiety actually feels like. That's what it feels like. You're all over the place. You can't, you're so discombobulated. Hell, you don't even know if you're coming or going. And it's, and it's an exhaust feeling. So I, I, I tell people, you have to be kind. Learn to be kind to people because you don't know what people are going through. You never know what somebody's going through. Um, if I'm, I, Let me look at this one. I think this was another, another picture I pulled up. Removing this stigma or at least disregarding it is necessary to getting more black Americans into treatment that will improve their lives. So that's why I say it's very imperative that we continue to have these conversations in regards to mental health. But I'm going to say this. You got people who, when you open that dialogue and um, the conversation, you got people when mad they come, throw it back in your face, and which is why a lot of people don't have conversations amongst each other either. So that's another, that's, you have to gain, you have to gain a lot of trust because um, some people ain't ready for that. They don't know how to handle that. 
You know, you could be talking to somebody who never suffered from anxiety a day in their life. And mm-hmm. all that they have to show for is going, girl, let me tell you what such and such said. You know, she said she got anxiety. She don't got anxiety, but you don't even know what it is. Right, right. But as I go back to the very first episode before I actually went live, um, You were having an anxiety attack. I did. That episode. I didn't know how receptive people were. Um, I didn't want people to judge. But in that particular moment, I said, you know what? I have to step out on faith. I could possibly possible possibly be helping someone that's going through exactly what I'm going through so that particular episode it was only like 20 minutes long and in that moment I knew I could be vulnerable I knew I could open up I knew I could share my struggle that particular day I received 22 messages from people after the show that said oh my god Ashley we never knew I just made it look good but in reality I was dying on the inside and nobody knew I didn't have the the resources to go and get the help Um, I didn't have the, the support system I felt alone. I absolutely felt alone. I was on the edge. I didn't know what to do. I had a breakdown in the doctor's office and all they asked me was for a payment for some paperwork that I needed submitted to my doc to my for my disability. I had lost my bank card. It just wasn't good for me. And that day, I was like, I've got to do this. Black Girl Interrupted has to come to the forefront right now. Or I'm going to break. I tried to write. It didn't work for me. So here we are today. Here is Black Girl Interrupted. This is my safe space. This is my platform. Where I'm able to be vulnerable with strangers, people I don't even know. So you can no longer throw my past in my face. Because I live in my truths now. So my mission and my goal is to help one person. And I want you to know you're not alone. You don't suffer alone. You're not by yourself. Mental illness is real. Did I ever want to tell anybody? No, because I never wanted people to think that I was crazy. But at this point in my life, I really don't care. Because this is how I heal. 
and I'm here to help other people heal. I'm here to help other people unpack those suitcases that they've carried for so long. I'm here to help you separate the dirty clothes from the clean clothes. That's what Black Girl Interrupted is here for. So, y'all excuse me for, for the breakdown. But, uh, this is why we have to keep the light on this. We definitely have to keep the light on this. So, Amisha said, I've had um, so many friends after they've been mad at me, throw it in my face. Yeah. That's what they do. And this is, like you said, this is one of the main reasons why people don't talk. This is why you have so many people that suffer in silence because what we do, because I'm guilty of it, I've done it before, is I've taken somebody's pain and I've used it against them. Because I wanted them to hurt as much as I did. I've done that. So, anxiety. What is it? What is anxiety, sis? You're anxiety, you're yeah, anxiety to me is like all the things I fear. And what I mean by that is just like all the it's just my fear and the stress and the just the worrisome. It's just all the things I fear. It's you know how they say stress is a silent killer, anxiety is too. So the textbook definition of anxiety is a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of worry, anxiety, or fear that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities. Examples of anxiety disorders are panic attacks, OCD, and, and post-traumatic stress syndrome. OCD. <laughs> Things have to be even numbers for me. Like if I'm playing a game, it has to be even numbers. So. Oh, boy. So let me ask you. So I want to post this really quickly. I want the world to know. Let me remove this banner really quickly. So, sis, I pray for those in the black community that suffer from mental illness, bipolar disorder, depression, anxiety, dementia, schizophrenia, OC, and then PTSD, and so many more. We are taught that you are crazy, not that you are actually sick and need help. What video was that? It was an unarmed man. The police came in his house and um, knocked on the door. But when he came out, he was like, he don't got time for this. Patrick um, Warren Sr. Yeah. I just feel like, as it, like I said before, it saved me at the black community. A lot of things are not um, here for us. My light. Get your light, girl. Um, 
But I just feel that, you know, when it comes to black people having mental illness, we are looked at as if we are a threat instead. Mm-hmm. Not that we need help or anything, but we are looked at as a threat. When I mean, we could just be having a mental breakdown, you know, and that's the thing. You got someone who's not a person of color could go up and shoot up a church and then they go claim sight whatever and then they get away with a lot of things so that's that's the imbalance in between the two communities because like i said we don't get that kind of treatment you know we have a mental breakdown we are a threat white person have a mental breakdown oh uh they're being taken to a psych hospital to be evaluated we don't got that luxury either right hey sissy Hey, Yoshiko. So Misha says, because we can become aggressive, me, she says, I'm ready to fight and I've had to get that under control. Right. But I, I don't I don't feel like that's you becoming aggressive because like I, I just feel like it's a mental thing, whether it could be just like schizophrenia, like you had a white man come outside. And we all seen the video. Then about to stab a cop. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, he was able to walk away. I I don't think that when these situations present themselves, I don't know how they distinguish that. Hey, this person, uh, black male, black female, look like they may be in distress of a um, mental breakdown. I think that we need to get somebody out here. Yet we are shot and killed, but they, I feel like they're more patient when it comes to the white community. And then I, to, go, no, go ahead, sis, go ahead, go ahead. That's what I, I believe. I don't think we have that luxury of getting help any kind of way. And it's sad and it makes me angry because and I want to see more black people go to school i mean i mean it's like the pot calling i didn't go to school for it but i want to see more black people if you go to school and you want to do something to help your community go to school and be judges go to school and be um psychiatrists go to school and be a da you know go to school and be those things that way people can walk in your footsteps and you can do what's right And that's on my little lamb, the purple. So, I have a little video that I pulled up, um, and it is black women discussing mental illness. So, about a minute and like 30 seconds long. So, give me one second, let me go ahead and get it queued up. Who's been to therapy before? Who's been the therapy, but actually hid it from your friends and family? Let me hear from you. So we lost our son. He was stillborn. And I was raised to be strong. And what happens in my house stays in my house. And there was just no examples of women going to therapy. So I felt like I had to be able to hide it and manage it myself without really letting other people know that 
maybe I was weak or maybe needed help or maybe didn't pray enough. So. What made you finally break through that, though? What made you finally say, even though there may be lots of things telling me don't try it, I'm going to go ahead and try it? Well, the hospital actually suggested that I go to therapy. And first I was like, no, I got it. I'm good. Um, but then I realized I wasn't good and that I needed help and I needed to talk to somebody who could understand. And that was kind of the problem as well with having a stillborn. I didn't know anyone else that had suffered from that. So who do you share and talk to when no one has said, hey, this happened to me? Um, so what do you do? So I was like, OK, let me go find somebody. And I found a group outside of my community where I wouldn't know anyone to get help and try to find support. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Brittany, talk about that a little bit, because I hear from a lot of people um, that being a strong black woman uh, actually can be the cause of your struggle. Yeah, because it's a lie. Yes, black women are strong, but the demand that we be strong in the face of that kind of tragedy is a completely inhumane demand. And we deserve better than that. And if it is true that we teach people how to treat us, and sometimes you got to be a little vulnerable and say, I actually don't have it all together. Actually, actually, I'm a mess. Um, and then what you find out when you say that is that a whole lot of sisters were struggling, too. Nicole, what do you hear when you hear that? Have you had any version of that experience? Uh, I love therapy. I don't think it makes you weak to ask for help. I think, if anything, it means you are strong. I need somebody with a perspective far from my friends, someone who doesn't have actual stakes in my life who cares about me, who can listen to me every week and go, girl, you're, you are okay, and you will get to be better than you were, but uh, talking about it helps. I'm a pretty vain person, and I love to talk about myself. <laughs> I think I'm beautiful. Like, I'm, I'm very interesting. I love it. <laughs> but, like, your friends can only hear so much about your problems. So I go to this nice white lady named Mary, and she helps me so much. Wait, 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 hold on a second, because I hear from a lot of people that therapy is for rich white people. Mm -mm. And two, I heard people say that if I'm going to go to therapy, it needs to be a black therapist. Sure, I get that. I get that you want to speak to someone who has your experience, but no experience is truly that different. Like, there's no reason to suffer. There's so many ways to get help. Pain is overrated. Yes. <laughs> it truly it's overrated. is. It's overrated. And look, and I've, I'm sorry. And, and, no, it's overrated and it's real. Right. right. We have a responsibility to take care of ourselves by learning who we are our society has not given us those tools up until now. I love that. Um, let's, let's talk about that. So, the point I'm taking from here, remember we had the conversation about black women always had to be strong, and I was like, sometimes being strong is something you can't do. Right. You know, you got to cry. Like, and, and that's why, you know, it led me up to say, when we express ourselves, we immediately become the black mad woman. When it's just the way we express ourselves. So in an instance like that, with the the stillbirth, that's not something you can be strong about. 
You don't have to be strong about that. And that's the thing. I hate that they expect so much of us as black women. Oh, you know, she's going to be all right. You know, when when our ancestors sat there and take they took that whip to the back, it it was their they made it their only option. Mm. Um and how they dealt with that was Negro spirituals, which where they say you go home and pray, you know, you pray about it. But I don't think that's something that I don't wanna dismiss prayer i mean yes you lean on god yes you pray but at the same time nothing is wrong expressing yourself and as far as the black therapist i know we were all would love a black therapist but you tell me where can you find one anyway but don't get me wrong i do work at a uh healthcare where there's black therapists Psychiatrist, let me say that. And okay, I'm I'm reading the comment, but all right, we can go we can go ahead and get into the comment. Okay, so Amisha says yes. She said because the first time I went and got help, it took me almost seven years to go. And a comment that was made to me was, "I thought you were stronger than that." We hear that far too often. And that that anxiety in overdrive is because we're expected to be strong. You know, hey, they say, oh, you can carry a baby for nine months. You can push a baby out. The so we can't always be strong. We cannot always be strong so since we kind of talked about the different types of anxiety as well as we did discuss the signs no we didn't discuss the signs and symptoms so let's go back right here for just a moment different types of anxiety we we briefly discussed social anxiety but you have your panic disorder you have OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. That's something I don't. I, Go ahead. What were you about to say? I, I I've never experienced the OCD part. No, you know what? I'm lying because I get mad that there's like shoes in the basket. Now my fold, don't. Go ahead. I fold a certain way. I'm like that. My towels have to be folded folded a certain way. Um, or if they're not folding, sir, I'll un I'll undo the towel and I'll I'll be like mm, I'll fold it myself. And I've gotten away as I've gotten older. I, I can't sit to where where it's dirty. I don't um. I don't walk in my house barefoot, not even on the carpet. That's just me. But um, like I say. Um, the different types, like I said, you have PTSD, uh, panic disorder, obsessive disorder, then you have generalized anxiety disorder, and then, of course, social phobia, a.k.a. social anxiety. So, let me go right here really quickly before we jump into the signs and symptoms of anxiety. 
Um, I want to put this up very quick. Nope, not that one. I'm so sorry. I want to put this out for people. Right. Let me go ahead and let me remove this banner. Um, and I will show this again at the end of the show. These are some resources um, that I was able to locate in regards to African-American and Black-specific mental health resources. Um, they have the Black Emotional and Mental Health Collective, which is www.beam.community forward slash B as in baby, V as in victory, T as in Tony, N as in Nancy. Um, they also have Black Girls Smile. Um, you have the Steve Fund. They have therapy for Black girls. And then they have the African-American mental health because your mental health does matter. Um, I will show this again before the end of the show. Um, and I will leave it up at the end of the show for anyone that is interested in taking advantage of some of these specific resources that I have found. Um, again, I definitely want to continue the conversation in regards to mental health. Like I say, we have to push and remove the stigma. But I do want y'all to know, Black mental health matters. It absolutely matters. So you're not alone in this. We're on this journey together. So going back this. So Signs and symptoms of anxiety. What are your signs and symptoms? Because everybody varies. Not everybody has the same symptoms when it comes to anxiety. Um, my signs and symptoms for me, I have a very bad heart. I ain't going to say very bad, but my heart palpitations. And if y'all know what that is, it's when your heart skips beats or a beat. But it is constant. Uh, I probably get jittery. And my palms will go to sweating. And I will immediately get, like, just, like, sad or just, like, scared because I got heart palpitations, which brings down other problems for me. So, um, mine is heart palpitations accompanied with fear because I have heart palpitations, which caused me to have some breathing problems. Which brings up more anxiety because now I feel like I can't breathe, which brings up fear, which gives me heart palpitation and more anxiety. So that's mine in a nutshell. All um, over the place, non stop thinking. I feel like I'm suffocating. Like when I feel like when I feel that trigger, or like, let me tell you what else makes my anxiety. When people say, girl, I need to talk to you. I automatically am like, oh my God, I start thinking the worst. Um, but I, I'm tired. The sweaty hands. Um, I feel like I'm having an asthma attack. I feel like I'm suffocating. I feel like I've swallowed baby powder and tried to drink water behind it. Like I feel this knot in my throat when it comes to those signs and and, and my symptoms of anxiety. And how I know my energy is off. 
you know i'm i'm, I'm typically y'all know me y'all know I, I get on social media and i laugh i joke i play i post memes you know i, I you know I'm, I'm petty whatever you know having fun um but when i start to withdraw myself even though i have to utilize social media for my platform I start to know, like I said, I know because my energy is off. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't feel like doing this. Um, everything. Irritable. I'm sad. I'm, I'm crying for no reason. I'm like, what the hell is going on with me? And I'm like, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. And I'm just like, I can't do this. I get so frustrated. Like I really do, sis. Like, but I, I I will say this. I feel like I've gotten better in um knowing my triggers. Um, I'm trying to see if I could upload um a picture. This picture, this particular picture that I downloaded. Um, let me go back to it. I'm gonna see can I upload it? Yeah. Um so do, 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 do. Okay, I thought I, I thought I saved it. So Amisha says, for her, she gets very irritable, sad, overthinking. Can't, yeah, like everything irritates me, and then I'm just sad for no reason. I remember when I had my anxiety attack. I sat in the dark. I didn't even cut my TV on all day. I just laid on the couch and cried all day. Didn't open up blinds, nothing. Um. It's, 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 y'all have to understand, like I say, I encourage everybody to get educated when it comes to mental illness, because people make mental illness seem, make it out to be like, you're crazy. Like you automatically need to be put in a psych ward or you need to be on some kind of medication when sometimes that's not always the case. That's the first thing they want to do with people that suffer from mental illness. A lot of these doctors, the first thing they want to do, they want to put you on, med on meds or they want to lock you up. So, baby. Sure. So, I have one more video um, with Charlemagne the God. And Charlemagne the God talks about him dealing with anxiety as a black man um let me go back over here to it so hold tight i think it's like two minutes long so it's not very long so bear with me when you really dug deep and talked about this anxiety why do you think it's hard for uh people in the black community to one go to therapy mm -hmm. and then two fess up when they do go i think it's just a lack of information you know, especially for me growing up in the hood, I didn't know nothing about no therapist. Yeah. Like my, my, my mom was going to therapy in 1998 when her and my father got a divorce. I didn't know that until this year when I started to tell her about me going to therapy. And then she was like, well, you know, I went back in 1998. I'm like, well, you could have told me that 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It might have, might have helped me to realize it's a whole nother resource out there that can help me keep all of this in here organized, you know? So I think that the problem is just a lack of information. And I think that we think it's something wrong with therapy, which is so weird because we don't have no problem 
You know, you have no problem if you're out of shape going to the gym. Right. You and got you have a dentist for your teeth. You got a dentist you for your teeth. Gotta, right. I got a dermatologist. Yeah, when something right. hurts, you go to the doctor. Like, like that's the craziest thing. We you should have, have one for your head. Exactly. We have no problem in the black community asking for help. Right. When it comes to anything else, except for what's up here. So what you think about that? Since do you, do you agree or disagree when it comes to mental health? I very I, I agree, and that brought me back to what resources do we have in the black community that says, hey, you know you can do therapy if anything is bothering you. You need something to talk about. We don't have that in the community, especially now, and I think that's why there's so much going on out there because. You got these young guys, you got 16-year-olds who's out here in the wilderness carjacking, you know, and don't tell them what's going on in the home. But how would they, how would anybody know? You know, and then after he was killed, then you'll have some story come out where he's going through something in the home. But we don't have this re these resources available. So let me ask you this. Why do you think, your opinion, I just want to know your opinion. Why do you think we're limited in the black community to resources for mental health? I, first of all, I agree with Charlamagne when he says the lack of information. We don't have that. But then I'm looking at it that look at the black communities, you're in the hood, you know, you got doctors who are like far out. So there's no psychiatrists or anything within those uh, communities. But yet you got a liquor store on every corner. And then you got health care. Mm. Black people in this Let me tell y'all something. When my mom first moved here to Georgia, my mom it's 2018, it's 2021. She was 60 years old. My mom trying to apply for, you know, so I just think it's full of stuff if you ask me that the government is denying
I agree with you. Number one, they have cut the funding to mental health drastically. Oh, excuse how many? What you say, sis? How many psychiatric hospitals are there? can't understand me how they're taking somebody to get evaluated at a psych hospital, you know, the one that we all know about in the black community. But, you know, I digress. Go ahead, sir. I'm just, you know, um, I'm right there with you. Um, financial. Um, and like you see, a lot of the doctors are out of the way and you have people that don't have transportation or don't have access to public transportation. Um, and then they don't push it. They don't push that. What were you going to say, sis? And what's another thing? A lot of these doctors don't accept medication, but I digress. Okay. <sighs> You know you stepped on some toes with that one. Today, I just feel like it, 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 it won't But I'll allow it. To talk about it. Right. Right. And when it comes to health care, it's almost like you have to be broke to qualify for Medicaid or Medicare. Not even Medicaid. Like I said, my mom didn't have any income. So again, these are conversations we need to have, y'all. These are absolutely the conversations that have to be had in regards to mental health and why there's the lack of resources for it. Do you think, um, and the reason I ask this, do you think that this is another way for them to keep the black community down? Yes. 1,000% yes. Let me tell you something. Why do you think, I just feel like this. How many credit courses, all right, if they taught people in the black community how to use credit, you think the community will be in the, pos uh, the position they're in? It's a lot of things that if we did our own research on, we will make a whole lot of mad. And that's why when we're at our best, they can't take us. They can't take us. So I just feel like definitely, if you can't get them one way, definitely another I agree with you. And then also to piggyback off of what you said, I feel like we hold our own selves back too in regards to seeking help because coming up in the black community, we were told 
Whatever happens in this house, it stays in this house. You don't tell nobody. If you're going through something, you pray it away. You were given Bible scriptures and, and you know, you were given verses out of the Bible to read. But never taught how to express your feelings. Yeah, that's true. You were taught. You got to be strong. You don't let that tear you down. We were taught women are strength. That's why you have a lot of little broken little boys that have grown up to be emotionally detached men that suffer in silence. So we have to open that envelope. I just feel like if these people won't donate to the communities, I think they should start with putting, implementing um, mental, you know, health institutions. Now, it don't even have to be institutions like hospitals. Open up this. I mean, you still got charity in New Orleans that's abandoned. That could have been used for something. Well, now it's that charity. That's it on Canal Street. Well, you had you had the third floor when charity was open. I'm just saying, if they want to invest, invest in things like that. Work with the the mayor. Work with that's how you get your communities back. Start with implementing the help that they need. We don't need no more basketball courts. That's cute to have a few. We don't need that. We don't need no more football camps. Right. That's cute. Okay, you know, start with that. See what's going on with everybody mentally. I mean, I I, I, I would agree with them opening up jazz line because it gives something for everybody to do. Okay. I would agree with that. But if you want to start making changes into your community, start with mental institutions. I would even turn that into a homeless thing. You know, help the homeless. Look, it's it's so much. I may not talk about it, but I say if I had the funds, it was so much that I would like to do to help people. I know one of the things for me is I'm definitely going to stay very proactive when it comes to mental health. Um, almost like how to, let me not say almost, but like how Taraji P. Henson has done. You know, um, forgive me for saying this, but I think the reason now more people are talking about it is because it's become the trend to do. It's become, it's cool to do it now. It's cool to go and talk to a therapist. You know, it's a fad. When genuinely we really need we need it. So stop trying to follow a fad. Stop trying to follow a trend. Go get the necessary help that you need. Like the young lady said in the video, pain is overrated. Go talk to somebody. Don't be afraid. Don't let anyone discourage you and tell you that therapy does not work. Again, 
everybody's struggle and everybody's journey is different. You know, what works for you may not work for me. Right. When you put on your clothes, maybe you putting in your left hand, putting your left arm in, in your shirt may work better than me. Don't, me putting my right arm in first may work better for me. But we definitely have to address these issues. We definitely have to continue talking about mental health. This cannot be just left on, on the table and no one talks about it. So this is why I do every episode I do a mental health check-in. I want to know how you're doing. Gen I genuinely want to know how people are doing. So, like I say, suicide is at an all-time high. My best friend, her daughter, is 11, soon to be 12, and she's in a mental institution for cutting herself. So y'all, mental illness is real. They're now doing some evaluations because now they believe she suffers from multiple personality disorder. She's only 11. So, y'all, we have to keep these conversations open. Y'all cannot be afraid to talk about this. Stop being scared to talk about mental illness and help to remove the stigma out of the black community. We got to heal, y'all. We come from trauma. And if you really want to address the trauma, go back to the slave days when the lighter skinned people were treated better than the darker skinned people. We come from trauma and we carry those suitcases from one residence to another. We don't unpack them because it's people out here that, like I say, turn around and they use your pain against you. So this is why we hold things in. Because pain is safe. And I'm only speaking for me. So moving on, sis. Uh-oh. There we go. How to deal with anxiety. Want to know how I deal with it? Y'all right here. This platform helps me to deal with my anxiety. Being able to get on this platform week in and week out helps me to deal with my anxiety because every episode I peel off another, I take off another band-aid. I meditate now. I've gotten back into my meditation. Music has definitely helped me learn how to cope with my anxiety. I have the most positive support system around me right now. Y'all would be jealous. <laughs> you know, I like the fact that now me and Keish understand each other. So whenever I feel like she's having a moment, I could step back and say, okay, you, you, 
do your thing. We'll talk later. Instead of me trying to force her to talk and vice versa. Those are the ways that I've learned how to deal with anxiety. Um, at one point, it used to be cigarettes and uh, wine would help me deal with But I just finally figured out that the shit only makes it worse. But yeah, being able to disconnect from social media for a little while, being able to just really kind of disconnect and just sit with just me, even if it's for 30 minutes, even if it's 10 minutes. Right. That's how I'm able to cope with my anxiety. Is I have to I have to disconnect. I have to I have to say, you know what? And if I feel like my anxiety is is is, is about to skyrocket, I'll call Keisha. I'll FaceTime her. What you doing, girl? Mm -hmm. I level down. And she already knows the moment I put on Yolanda Adams, here come them tears. But that's that's a, a way for me to release. So that's how I'm learning to deal with my anxiety. And then I'm educating myself on ways to calm myself down. So that way I could stop my mind from going into overdrive. And then, of course, CBD has helped. I need so, some. Um, go to the one like those herbal stores. They sell it. All the pens. Get the cap, the capsules. Because trying to put that the drops up under your tongue, I don't like it. Yeah, they gave me some that's like orange slices, but it don't taste good. Get the gummy bears. Some of the gummy bears are good. Um the gummies, like the CBD gummies, are good. You know, the capsules. Um, you know, I, I will tell people, you know, the way you invest in Jordans, invest in your mental health. So if you suffer from any type of mental illness and get you some CBD. You know, hell, I tell people, right, right. Like Amisha just, okay, Amisha just posted just my doctor recommends recommended the CBD because I don't want to be on meds. CBD is calming. They give it to, you know, um, you can get the oil that, you know, you rub on your joints and stuff like that. But the CBD, it works. Um, I do the gummies simply because, you know, I, I like something sweet. Um, so the gummies, um, I know they have lollipops. So, oh. Uh, Whatever, you know, like I say, whatever works for you, you have to figure out what works for you. Like I say, um, CBD may not work for you, but I know it works for me. Some people smoke weed, you know, marijuana, THC helps. It's calming, but C CBD is highly recommended for people that suffer from anxiety. Um, so, all right, sis, you, how do, how do you deal with your anxiety? I was looking at some CBD, but I just take a moment. I, I talk to my husband a little bit, but I take a moment and I just try to sit there and just calm my nerves, which means I meditate. So I will probably just close my eyes and I just ask them for about three to five minutes and just sit in peace and quiet for a little bit and just tell myself it's going to be okay. Breathe, calm down. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And, you know, I 
had to stay like that for a minute, y'all. So I just practice my breathing. Take two Benadryls or something. Not the Benadryl girl. You didn't go to school with the Benadryl. So here are some ways that I have pulled up. I, I wrote a little, I, I copied a list on ways to deal with your anxiety. Hey, Dre. Hey, 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 Dre. Good to see you, love. Um, Y'all tap in with Dre on Monday nights. He has a podcast called Breaking the Stigma. And these are black men talking about mental health, y'all. So head over and check him out on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time. And he's on YouTube, Breaking the Stigma. Check him out. Awesome show, amazing show. He shows me continuous support day in, day out. Love you, Dre. Thank you, love. All right. So I copied down the list um, of ways to deal with anxiety. So one thing it says, so number one says take a time out. So it says practice yoga, listen to music, meditate, get a massage, or learn relaxation techniques. Um, stepping back from the problem helps to clear your head. So instead of trying to deal with the problem head on, take a step back for a moment and then come back and revisit it as a, at a later time. That's one way. Um, eating well-balanced meals. Um, do not skip meals. Um, keep healthful energy boosting snacks on hand. So whether it's, you know, carrots, you know, uh, if you buy the, go to a uh, grocery store and get those little protein packs with the nuts and, you know. Um, I take a B12 complex and it actually helps with stress. It's like herbal um, B12 complex. Okay. I'm going to definitely have to try that one. I'm definitely going to have to put that on the list. Um, also, one key thing. Limit alcohol and caffeine, which can aggravate anxiety and trigger panic attacks. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Hurry. Deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Populations. Because Cokes, y'all, Cokes were my vice. Um, and, I, and I rarely drink coffee. I may drink a, a cup in the morning. Every now and again, but that might be, you know, two, three weeks out or whatever. You know, I try to drink more water and juice. Um, 
Another thing to exercise daily to help you feel good and maintain your health. So exercising. So maybe getting out, going and taking a walk um, will help you to deal with your anxiety because it helps to calm you down. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to get your mind into a calm state. You're trying to get your, your body and your brain on one accord. Because like I say, although your body is, is, is wanting to relax, your brain is like, uh-uh, we finna turn it up for the 99 and the 2000. So it's, it's, it's trying to get your, your brain and your body on one accord, on one, on one page in the book, and not your brain on chapter 10 and your body still on chapter 2. So taking deep breaths, counting to 10 slowly, Mm -hmm. doing your best and in regards to that is instead of aiming for perfection which is not possible be proud of however close you get so i encourage people to whatever it is that you got going on celebrate the small accomplishments and not so much the big ones i'm not saying don't celebrate the big ones but Celebrate the small accomplishments too, even if, because let me say this, when you suffer from anxiety, just being able to get out of the bed and being able to, to have a normal productive day is a big step. So celebrate that, celebrate that you were able to get up and you went one whole day or maybe two hours without your anxiety being at a thousand. So celebrate that. Right. What may seem small to somebody, let that be big to you. Celebrate, oh my God, I was able to go three hours and, and my anxiety didn't bother me. Okay? So celebrate that. Um, another thing, accept that you cannot control everything. You can't control everything. Okay? So that means putting your put your stress in perspective. Is it really as bad as you think when it comes to that? Humor. They always say laughter is the best medicine. So you want to know that a good laugh brings you a long way. So watch something funny. You know, get on TikTok. Scroll through Facebook, baby. Somebody's always posting some lies that you want to sit and laugh at, baby. Okay. I laugh at some of the pictures people post on Facebook, honey. I didn't see people with Rick James wigs on. <laughs> I didn't see people with camouflage that don't match. <laughs> baby, I didn't see the struggle braids, baby. I didn't. I, I mean, ooh, I'm Jesus. Come on, girl. Y'all, I just told you laughter is the best medicine, baby, okay? Get on Facebook and laugh, honey, because let me tell you, it's some pure clowns on Facebook. Do you hear me? It is some pure tomfoolery that I witness all the time. So let me tell y'all this little short story. So I was scrolling, I was scrolling through Facebook, y'all. Lord Jesus, honey. So I came across this picture on Facebook. I say, now, wait a minute, baby. Now, if you're going to wear camouflage, sugar, please make sure it match. Okay? Oh, Lord, honey. 
Then, wait a minute. I saw another picture. I did not know. Girl. Oh, Lord Jesus, y'all. We got the, we got the lab, baby. So, I did not know that a mustard shirt and Bye. gold shoes Bye. with a white shirt <laughs> with the baby. I holler, y'all. I holler, honey. Do you hear me? It's I hear the I hit the flow hill. I say, now wait a minute, baby. Is that mustard and gold? Just throw it all away. Just throw the whole outfit in the white Easter Sunday person. <laughs> Just throw it all away, baby. Throw the whole outfit away. Child, if I tell you that that polar dollar look like Mr. Peanut without the cane. <laughs> Baby, sometimes you got to laugh to keep <laughs> Girl, look. Oh, sometimes y'all got to laugh to keep from crying here. And that's, and you know, like I say, baby, get on Facebook. Get on Instagram. <laughs> get on Twitter. Baby, get on TikTok. And just laugh yourself on down here. Just laugh yourself on down. Oh my goodness, honey. I, I just that that Mr. Peanut picture just took me to it. I just say, Jesus, take me to the upper room when I saw it. Baby, they're gonna kick you out because oh. you know what? You ain't right. Baby, I, I got my petty pass, okay? I got the petty pass. <laughs> oh girl, I just keep thinking. I wish I could post the picture, y'all, but I'm not gonna put this polar doll in no place like that. But baby, let me tell you. When I see that mustard shirt and them <laughs> baby, I caught it. <laughs> I called them shoes the reflector twelves. <laughs> I oh Lord, baby, I'm telling you, y'all to be surprised at what you see on Facebook, honey. When I can't sleep at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'd be like, yep, let me get on through here and stroll through Facebook and let me see what tomfoolery I can laugh at tonight so I'm going to go to sleep. Nope, not but, today. But y'all have to. I, I, I mean, you have to, y'all. You got to take time for yourself. Step back. You know, stop putting so much pressure on yourself Um, because that's for sure going to run your anxiety through the roof. That's, that's absolutely going to put you in a space that you really, truly don't want to be in. So laugh. You know, love, live, laugh. You know, grab you a positive support system. You know, you see how I made this one over here laugh, baby? Because I, I, I even had to send her the picture here. And that thing told me she was pissing over there. I said, girl, stop it all, Kelly. That's what she was just like. <laughs> Baby, she looked like a, a majorette at Grambling State University, child. I hit the floor, baby. Yeah. I say, oh, my God, baby, is you on your way to the Bayou Classic? Well, I didn't. And I really didn't realize the purse was white till I had zoomed in. I... Is that a white purse? Is it after Labor Day? Baby. Oh, Misha, I, I, baby, yes, I'm going to have to send you the picture. Hey, Jewel. Hey, sis. 
girl we are we are laughing tonight um we're talking about how to deal with anxiety and one of the things i was sharing with everybody here on facebook is uh i i had strolled scrolled across a picture on facebook and i seen this polar darling with a mustard shirt on with some gold reflector 22s okay with a white easter sunday purse I was too full. That's that Kevin Gates hairstyle. Y'all remember when Kevin Gates had, had that curly hair? That's how that wig look. Baby, what I tell you, that's one of them wigs that you bet I never find on the floor. Because look here. It's you you're going right on to the upper room, baby. You're going straight to the upper room. Here. You're going right on to the upper room you're going right on so jewel is laughing misha i got you girl i got to go find it here i got to go scroll back through and find the picture but those are ways to deal with anxiety you know laugh y'all if you get a chance write it down write down how you feel sis say she's sick of me Oh, honey, mm -hmm. you ain't seen nothing yet because I need you to go look at the Marmaduke braids. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you can always find something funny on Facebook, but that's that's not no shade to talk about nobody. That I just was really trying to piece the whole outfit together. I don't know. It was just really hilarious to me. Um, It really, truly was. I, I just really couldn't understand then them sandals. I knew she wouldn't finish. <laughs> Cause baby, that big toe looked like a thumb. <laughs> and she wanted to call me petty. Oh Lord, baby, that 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 big toe looked like a thumb. Shy, I could have swore she hit it on the head, on the edge of the bed, and it was full. I don't know, baby. I I don't know. Let me stop. But no, but I'm having fun. But no, really, I'm on a cool, um, laughing. Um, another thing that you need to do, maintain a positive attitude. So you want to start changing the way you speak. The way you speak controls the way you think. So if you start to speak positively, then your mind will start to believe positive things. So you want to make an effort to replace the negative thoughts with positive ones. Also, you want to get involved. Um, volunteer. You know, something that helps you to relieve your stress, something to take your mind off the stress. <coughs> oh, shoot, Corona, is that you? They didn't lift up this mask mandate here. And <clears throat> so get involved. So volunteer or find another way to be active in your community, which creates a support network and gives you that break from everyday stress. One of the things that I've learned how to do is you have to learn what triggers your anxiety. So is it work, family, school, or something else you can identify? Get a journal. Write it in a journal when you're feeling stressed or anxious and you look for a pattern. So being able to write down what your triggers are will help you be able to determine and be able to control those triggers, you know, being able to 
not so much travel into the realm of those triggers, which will help you deal with your anxiety a whole lot better. So being able to identify those triggers. And then last but not least, as I always tell y'all, talk to someone. Tell friends and family that you're feeling overwhelmed and let them know how they can help you. Talk to a physician or a therapist for professional help. That's what yes. you do. You can have my phone, sis. I got to send you, I got to send you some stuff anyway. So you definitely need that strong support system. Somebody that you could talk to, somebody that you could trust to help you deal with your stress and your anxiety. So, sis. Yes. Let me post this back up. I'm going to post this one more time <clears throat> for everybody before we tap into our final thoughts for tonight and then discuss Thursday night's upcoming episode. <clears throat> so again, I've placed this banner back up here. Um, <clears throat> African-American and black specific mental health resources. I will, <clears throat> excuse me. I will leave it up um, for people to take advantage and utilize those resources that are available to help you deal with your mental illness. Again, up here we have the Black Emotional and Mental Health Collective, which is BEAM, and that is www.beam.community forward slash BVTN. Then we have Black Girls Smile, which is www.blackgirlsmile.org forward slash resources. Then we have the Steve Fund, which is www.stevefund, <clears throat> excuse me, F-U-N-D dot O-R-G. Okay. Then we have therapy for black girls, <clears throat> which is www.therapyforblackgirls.com. <clears throat> and then the last one that's on the list, African <clears throat> American Mental Health, which is www.nami dot org forward slash okay guys we got to put our trays up for takeoff where's dad oh he's in the back we could only get three seats together daddy has my pillow we'll get it later can you not put your feet up please why aren't we going <sighs> we must be in line for takeoff like security well that was a different line i have to go we just sat down but i have to go the seatbelt signs on why aren't we moving hey no picking we're just 15 in line for takeoff son of a don't go there go on a real vacation go rving learn more at GoRVing.com. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, 
literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Support education forward slash diverse communities forward slash African-American mental health. And again, I will leave this up for another minute or two <clears throat> for anyone that's wanting to utilize these resources. And it may not be for you. It could be for a loved one. So please yeah. uh, be kind and forward and share this information for someone who may very well need it or utilize it yourself. <clears throat> I found that one like so helpful. I really truly did. I, I loved that one. And so to my people again tonight, I want you to know that I pray for those in the black community that suffer from mental illness, bipolar disorder, depression, <clears throat> anxiety, dementia, schizophrenia, OC, PTSD, and so many more. We are taught that you are crazy, not that you are actually sick and need help. So I continue to send love, light, and prayers over the black community right now. Because we are really truly suffering in silence. Right. I hope that, um, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cover you up with that. <clears throat> I hope that this episode, as well as previous episodes and as well as future episodes, um, you continue to stop dispelling mental illness. I want the world to know, especially my black women and my black men, you're not alone. You don't suffer from this alone. I don't look like I have anxiety. I don't look like I have depression, but I do. I don't look like I've carried trauma, but I have. So we're going to roll into our final thoughts as we discuss Thursday night's upcoming episode. So before you go, Amisha, Amisha says, thanks for this podcast. I speak to a therapist every week and today was a plus. Absolutely. Good. I'm so glad that you tuned in tonight and was open to letting the Black community know that you see a therapist too and that it's okay. You keep up the good work because your best is yet to come. Your best is absolutely yet to come. Anybody that's tuned in tonight, anybody that has tuned in to previous episodes, anybody that's going to tune into future episodes, please know that the world is a stage and you are the star. So whatever it is that you're going through, Find a strong support system 
And baby, uh, let them help you unpack those suitcases. Let them help you unpack those suitcases. So come on, sis. Oh, boy. Our final thoughts for tonight. In well, life. Oh, go ahead. We can't hear you. She's over there having some technical days. Let me keep it rolling. <laughs> She's over there, y'all. You hear me? Anxiety. You hear me? Okay. Um, my final thoughts for anxiety is that if you are a person who's suffering with any form of mental illness, anxiety included, please do not let let anyone who does not know what you are feeling tell you that you do not suffer with it. Please make sure you take the time out your day to make sure you meditate. Please make sure you take time for yourself to get yourself together. Don't let anyone tell you that talking to a therapist is crazy because, like I'm saying, they're not wearing your shoes. They're not doing anything that you do. Okay? So my thing is don't be afraid to seek help if you can. Though we may be facing the battle of not a lot of things being available to our community, please find someone who uh who's going through the same thing you have and I, I can say this. It's a lot where our resources are now is social media. And what I mean by that, there are a lot of support groups on Facebook that well people who dealt with the same thing you have are in that group. So I say do your research on that as well. It's maybe a bunch of strangers is just is exactly what we need. But please do not allow anyone to downplay the way you're feeling. Meditate. <clears throat> Anxiety. What is it? Do you know the signs and the symptoms of anxiety? Are you able to recognize your triggers? How do you deal with anxiety? Tonight we opened our chapter again on mental health, mental health awareness. I started with anxiety simply because the state the, the state of the world right now, dealing with this pandemic, people, you know, the, the government playing with the stimulus money and know that people truly need that money. People not knowing if they're going to have a place to live. People that are being, are dependent on unemployment, not sure if unemployment is going to be extended. Anxiety is real. We suffer from it. You have a lot of people, like I said, that deal with it in silence. They're afraid to talk about it because they don't want, simply because of the stigma attached to mental illness in the black community. So again, I wanted to open the stage one more time to continue to push and advocate 
for mental health. So, sis, final thoughts, final thoughts, final thoughts, final thoughts. Take care of yourself. Start learning to be selfish with yourself. Cut off anybody that is whose energy is draining you. Don't be afraid to tell somebody no. Don't be afraid. Learn, learn to be selfish with yourself. It's okay. Self-care. Cut off, disconnect from the world for a little while. You know, take a 15 or 30 minute break or a 24 hour break from social media. Because social media will have your anxiety all over the place. Take some time for you. You know, go buy that outfit that you've been looking at for the last two or three months. If you have the money, go buy it. Treat yourself. That's what you do. Treat yourself. Take care of yourself. Self-care, baby, is so big right now. You need that. We need that. Even if it's you go to a restaurant and go, go out to eat by yourself. Put you first. Because nobody's going to take care of you, like you, but you. So... That is my final thought for tonight. So, coming Thursday, this coming Thursday, March 4th, will be a two-part episode on trauma. We will be addressing trauma. It's time to unpack those suitcases. It's going to be tense, y'all. But I'm ready for it. So you go tell a friend, tell another friend, grab your Kleenex, wine, water, tea, juice, weed, whatever it is you want. Be prepared because starting Thursday, which will be part one of two, we're going to unpack those suitcases. So I want you to go all the way into the... So, ladies, that crown that you had sitting on the top shelf, I need you to go and get it Thursday. I need you to dust it on off because it's about time for you to put it back on. My fellas, go get your crown, king. Pull it off that top shelf. It's time for you to dust it off. And put it back on. It's time for our black men to take their positions. Go ahead and get that big old ugly, dusty, yellow, brown, whatever color suitcase that you done pushed all the way to the back of the closet. I'm going to need you to go on and go get it. Because we're going to open it up. And we're going to separate those dirty clothes from those clean clothes. So, this Thursday, March the 4th. 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Go hit that like button. Go hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Go hit your girl up on Instagram. Follow me. I'm on all the social media platforms. Leave me a review about tonight's episode and any other episode. Let me know what you think. 
send me an email. Black girl interrupted one, the number one, at gmail.com. Let me know what topics you would like for me to discuss. Let me know if you would like to be a guest on the show. But I'm here to help you unpack those suitcases starting Thursday, March the 4th. Whew. Baby, it's, it's, it's going to get real. And I'm ready. I ain't scared, baby. God told me, you use your voice. You be the voice for the ones that are afraid to speak. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So don't forget, y'all. Every Tuesday, every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Black Girl Interrupted. Again, find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit me up on YouTube. Subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and hit the little bell. Cut the notifications on. Also want to let you know, Black Girl Interrupted is presenting my first, I'm presenting my first annual Women's Empowerment Conference, June the 5th. Stay tuned for more details. I do want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, each and every tunes in with me week. I love you guys. I appreciate all the support. And to you, Keish, it's good to have you back, sis. I'm glad you're feeling better. You're looking better. It's only up from here, baby. It's only up. Like Carter say, and we up, and we up, and we up. Ooh, ooh, we doing it big for the 99 nine and the 2000. So I love you guys. Don't forget, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Bring those clinics, baby, because we about to start part one or two of addressing trauma. It's time to unpack those suitcases. Love y'all. I hope everyone has a great hump day. And I'll see y'all back Thursday night. Love y'all. Oh, and don't forget, uh, Colors by Keisha is still running her sale. Her minis are five for 20. Yes, I just placed another order today. Go get it. She's wearing, tonight she's wearing flame. I have on Barbie. No, baddie. This is the gold top. So this is one of the newer colors. But y'all go hit up, go hit up Colors by Keish. Go support, go support, show some love. Like I say, she's got her minutes, five for 20. Doesn't take any way to any take any way from you to support. Um, Amisha says she loves the colors on lips. Right. Go to her website, www.colors, dot com. Go hit up. She's got the minutes, five for 20, baby. And then she's got her other colors, $4. Actually, the color she's wearing tonight, flame, $4, $4, dollars And she does accept quad pay and after pay. So go hit up. So y'all go home. Y'all get the hell out of here. I'm going to see y'all Thursday night, baby. Like I say. We starting on time. We was having some technical if issues tonight, but don't worry. We starting on time Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, addressing trauma. Love y'all, love y'all, love y'all again. Thank you for tuning in. See y'all Thursday. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's.
McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.